0: Hi folks, welcome to Sammy Speaks. My apologies for not giving you sneak peeks this Thursday. But uh, coming Thursday, there is definitely going to be another episode. But I thought, why miss out on this entire week? So I was not well on Thursday and that is the reason why I couldn't, you know, actually go ahead with an episode. But now I'm feeling a lot better. So I thought Saturday could be the day when we could, you know, talk about something interesting. Today I'm going to talk about a serious issue. An issue which has bothered a lot of people, issue that has changed a lot of lives and uh, something that even the mental health community is very, very worried about. That issue is suicide. So let's begin, shall we? So folks, today, For this week, I had something in mind and that was a very serious issue that I wanted to discuss with a psychotherapist, but she could not be available, so I thought I'll do it myself. Now, I can't guarantee that I'll be able to do justice to the topic because the topic is so huge, something that is so serious, an issue that has to be raised everywhere in our country, outside our country, in the entire world population. And that issue is suicide. So India's rank in the list of people who commit suicide every year is very high and the highest rank amongst Indians is that of adolescence. So I understand adolescence is an age where you're confused your emotions you don't understand your emotions you don't understand your goals there is pressure from your parents, there is pressure from your peers and you don't understand what you're supposed to do, what your path in life is, where do, where are you supposed to go and all of this can cause a lot of confusion, a lot of mental health issues and then which can further lead you into sinking, into depression and starting, you know, to loathe yourself. And once you start loathing yourself, suicidal tendencies, suicidal ideations are not far away. So... Before I begin, let's just talk about suicide in general. Now, what is exactly is suicide? Suicide is when a person intentionally harms or harms himself with a death wish, okay? So, if you are harming yourself with the objective of dying, you are committing suicide. A suicide victim might live, he might die, but he has committed suicide if he has, you know, hurt himself or harmed himself with the intention of dying so i decided i'd look up a few questions in google on uh, my insta page and everywhere where i've asked people a few questions and they wanted to know more about you know what does how do you recognize that a person is suicidal how do we how do we help how do we help people who are suicidal the bi- The biggest irony is you cannot really gauge whether a person has suicidal ideation or tendencies. At times there will be no sign but then most of the times there are signs and I want to give you all those warning signs. So let's begin with the warning signs of somebody who is likely to commit suicide. So there is excessive sadness or moodiness. Depression is what comes first always in the case of suicide when a person loses hope a person's mood starts you know going into unipolar depression and a person's mood becomes extremely sad or probably extremely moody but on the red spectrum so by the red spectrum i mean on the blue spectrum i put some positive emotions on the negative emotions on the red spectrum So anger, aggressiveness, sudden frustration, outbursts or even outbursts of crying and then sadness and then being too depressed. All of these are on the red line of the red side of the line. So these are some emotions that if you can look at them and notice these then it's very very necessary that you go ahead and talk to them. Just don't go ahead and tell them, I think you're suicidal, we should talk. No, that's not how you do it. You just go to them, ask them if there's anything they would like to talk to you about. Keep checking on them. Show interest. Show that you're interested in knowing what they are doing, whatever is happening to them. Show them that you understand that they're in a situation wherein they're in a lot of confusion. So, yes like i said hopelessness next is hopelessness now hopelessness comes along with the fact that when when there is something the person is trying to do he's, he fails at it so he loses hope that he's going to be able to continue now hopelessness comes a lot it's it's very sad. it's kind of quite secondary in nature because hopelessness usually comes when your parents tell you it expect something from you and you're not able to fulfill it. Your peers expect something from you and you're not able to fulfill it. You expect something from yourself and you're not able to fulfill it. That is when you lose hope. When you feel that there's nothing that you can do well. So that is hopelessness. Then there has to be irregular sleep patterns. Now for almost every mental health disorder, sleep patterns become irregular. So it is a common sign. So the person mostly, mostly most the person will be sleeping throughout the day Or even throughout the night for that matter So extra sleep, hypersomnia Or probably the person might not be able to sleep at all So insomnia So either of these So the sleep pattern becomes extreme It goes either to the extreme to become hypersomnia Where the person sleeps a lot Or it might go to the other extreme Insomnia where the person is unable to sleep at all withdrawal okay so if a person is trying is thinking of committing suicide he will withdraw himself from other people so withdraw from social gatherings withdraw himself from stay of his his family now withdrawal is not necessarily only physical in nature this time withdrawal can also be emotional in nature so people we used to connect to of friends he used to connect to hang out with talk to maybe family members siblings or parents or whoever like the person he used to talk to or feel close to and to share things all of that stops and the person withdraws and it tries to bottle up all his emotions inside himself that is also one stage then uh, it starts yeah so there appear changes in the personality. Like I said, if it's withdrawal, then there will be changes in the personality. Uh, In appearance also, there's a slight change because to be honest, when a person is very depressed, when a person has lost the will to live, he will lose the will to do any basic thing that is required for himself, like even grooming. So, you know, taking a shower might be very difficult for him, getting up to, you know, change might be very difficult for them so a kind of personality change is observed in the person so uh, negative emotions i won't say negative emotions but uh, emotions that might lead to negative behavior like anger sadness and aggressiveness might be visible also the person might suddenly turn very rebellious maybe, he might engage in some sort of self inflicting behavior. Before the actual act of suicide, the person might turn to self-harm. So it's, it's a might, it's, it's very rare. Usually when the person decides that he wants to die and he's very sure about it, he'll do it anyway. But there are people who are scared. You know, it's not easy to choose to end your life. It's scary, it is scary. So, some people try to give, you know, try to self harm so that they give themselves some pain that will make them feel alive and probably give them the guts to go ahead and then commit suicide completely. Now, uh, also making preparations. Now, this is something that is weird. Uh, In most of the suicide cases, we have we know what the trigger could have been, but we don't really understand how and when did were the preparations made. Now this is something that happens secretly by the victim. He makes sure he's made all everything everything is set according to plan. Okay, so who needs to be there, who needs to not be there, how and when he's gonna do it. This is all is a part of a foolproof plan. Okay? So Also, uh, one last thing, which is not very common, but it might happen. That is, the person will start talking about giving up his life. You know, you can sense the hopelessness, you can sense the helplessness that he's facing through his words when he's talking to you. So, now what exactly are you supposed to do when these things happen? When you see these signs around you. something is happening around you. That is why, however we millennials are living in our own sweet world, where we have our social media, we have a group of clique, we have our own we have social media, and yeah, that's all life is about. No, pay attention, it could be that one person sitting on the last bench in a dilapidated chair, it could be one person who's laughing along with his friends while having a drink, it could be one girl, skips meals at you know in the canteen just because everybody body shames her so it could be anybody that is why it is very very necessary to be aware open your eyes and be aware if you see these signs of people you know who are likely to commit suicide you have to intervene now how will you as a normal person intervene you can't just go up to somebody and say hey i think i you look uh, suicidal i think you are having Suicidal ideation? No, that's not how you go about it. You approach that person, ask them if everything is okay. Try to involve them in your group. Get, try to get closer to them. Don't do it in a creepy way, please. Just try to get to know them. Just give them the free space where you're not judging them and let them talk. Ask them, speak to them, ask them to speak up, ask them to open up their emotions. Just give them that time that safe environment that you you're not judging them and give them confidentiality that you're not going to you know break this news to anybody else so they could so that they can feed free also you can suggest that they uh visit a therapist they take professional health because at that stage it becomes very important to get professional health now in India we have a lot of teenagers, we have a lot of adolescents committing suicide. Now the pattern of Indians is it's very typical. It happens it happened in my household, it must be happening in your household like as well. So children grow up conservative, a little conservative. Once they go out into the world everything is different. It's like the world is colourful. And then they try new things and then some of them are uh, they try new things, they try new friends and then, you know, there's peer pressure, there's competition, there's pressure from teachers, from uh, from parents to do well and then there are some things that the child, he himself wants. So, you know, there are a lot of things that are happening in the adolescent age and that can put up a, a lot of pressure on a person and if he fails at, you know, at some expectations, he or she might start loathing himself That self-loathing can lead to depression which can in turn lead to the feeling of hopelessness and the feeling that there's no need to live anymore. Okay, so this was the basics about suicide that I wanted to give. So for prevention, we need to be aware and look at the warning signs around us. And uh, we should also give ourselves a checklist. So every morning after you wake up, just make a checklist. How am I feeling today? How is it going to, what am I doing today? How is it going to affect me mentally? How is this going to affect me physically? You could just make a small chart, okay? So you can keep track of your emotions so that you know if your emotions are going on a downward spiral, okay? So the reason why I chose to talk about suicide is because I wrote my first book, which was a suicide story. So, my intention of writing the book, The Aftermath, A Suicide Story, was to show what happens after the person has committed suicide. So, okay, there's this person, he's frustrated, he's stressed. Okay, he thinks his life is the worst life anybody could ever live. And yes, he commits suicide. What next? It is the end of his story. But is it actually the end? I don't think so. Suicide is the end of the story only for the victim instead it is a start of unpleasant stories of people around the victim every single person is filled with grief sadness that is normal when it happens you know in case of death grief and sadness is normal but there are other feelings as well there is guilt there is guilt that they could not help the person there they is self-blame that happens then there is behavior changes and there are mental health problems that arise in people who were around the victim. So you see, committing suicide is not just ending yourself. You end yourself and you start the the downward spiral of the people who lived around you. So that is why the aftermath is the story of a guy named Sam who commits suicide. Uh, and his best friend Anna, when he finds out, she decides that she will find out she does not believe that he has committed suicide and she is hell bent on trying to find out who is responsible for Sam's murder. Murder because she thinks it's murder. The cops question everybody, the family, so they find out that there was, the family was very dysfunctional. So And then we have Anna's family, which was supposed to be a very f- well-functional family. So, in the end, the point of view of both the families. So, how does a functional family handle a person who is depressed and distressed and uh, who has suicidal tendencies and how does a dysfunctional family lead to a person suffering from mental trauma that might lead him uh, to commit suicide. So, I've tried to show both these types of families. I've tried to show what the victims close close ones feel after the victim is gone so you know how everybody how everybody's ready to take the blame how everybody's life changes how everybody's behaviors change and a a lot of things that happen so yes that is my first book and uh, i would request you all to go ahead it is available on amazon go ahead and read it it will give you a lot of insight into what happens after the suicide happens because you know in newspapers you will get stories okay this person committed suicide but what happened to the victim's parents what happened what happened to the victim's spouse partner friends what what is happening to them how has their life changed that it's very unpleasant so yes i've tried to portray that you know portray that in my book so i request you all to go in and read it Because on Google you will find everything How to take precautions, how to create suicide awareness, how to create mental health awareness But I hardly think that Google ever shows you what the victim's close ones go through Once they know that the person has committed suicide So that is one point of view, a different point of view that came up to me And that is the reason why I went ahead and wrote on such a serious issue so yes that was about my book and that was the basics about what uh, the entire situation with suicide is in India so I hope you will you know really take my advice and read that book it's hardly for 50 bucks and uh, really if it can help you it will help you empathize then it's very good and uh, I hope people who are, who read it and had like people who are reading it and they might have at some point had to their thoughts I hope it just makes them you know feel that no this is wrong I, I should not be doing this because this 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 will happen to my close ones if I do it so it's a message for all of y'all so always consider the people around you as well before thinking of taking such a huge step Because your life is not yours alone. Your life is interlinked with the people you live with. Okay. So, yeah. That was about it. My lecture on suicide. So, I know uh, the insights are not much. Because I tried to keep it more or less uh, lucid and simple. Because I want my podcast to be heard by everybody. And understood by everybody. I I, I ain't an expert. And I don't want anybody... to talk technical on my podcast. So yes, so guys go ahead and buy the book and also spread awareness. Share this podcast, spread awareness. Be aware of people around you. If you see any warning signs, ask uh, help them or you know, go to a person who can help them. Okay? So, yes, that was about it today's episode. And uh, I don't know how you're liked my uh, this, I would really love to know how you like this episode because it's just me talking I'm nobody else so I don't have a guest today so please 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 do give me feedback comments and subscribe to my channel like my videos and this this is like that thing you have to say this it's like compulsory thing yeah but honestly what i want to know is how did you like the podcast with just me speaking okay without any guest so yes folks this is samin khan signing off see you soon